0: For today's full interview, we bring you David Williams. He's Divisional Director of Sony Home Entertainment and Sound, and we're talking about all things accessibility on their Android TVs. Let's talk
1: about um, accessible television. And we have uh, someone here who knows all about it from Sony's perspective David uh, Williams is here. David, uh, please introduce yourself to the audience.
2: Yeah, my name's David Williams. Uh, I'm a Division Director of Sony Home Entertainment and Sound, based in Basingstoke in the UK. I'm part of the European TV design team. It's our first year in TechShare. Um, our guys across the US have been quite active in CSUN. Our Japanese colleagues active in SightWorld. It's the first time to come to TechShare. We've spent the morning demonstrating the technology of the Android TV or the Bluetooth headphones, and we've got really good feedback. Um, obviously, we work within ecosystems of things like Android and it's important then to make sure we engage with all the stakeholders to make sure things work seamlessly, which has been the key theme in the last couple of uh, hours and days.
1: It's a very interesting time for television to start becoming of its own in regards to accessibility and coming into its own with this. Uh, let's talk about what Sony has done to make the electronic program guide and all of the functions of the TV accessible.
2: That's right. So within the Android operating system, we have a number of standard accessibility features. Uh, The two features we demonstrate in in TechShare today and tomorrow, one is screen reader, where we can read back the text from either electronic program guide, which is obviously something that's been requested from Ofcom in terms of the EPG consultation. Um, and also text magnification, which will highlight text in certain areas of screen. The screen reader also works quite well when you go to home. If you're accessing content like Netflix or YouTube, screen reader works very well in those circumstances.
1: So what you've got here is a situation where you can buy a television, a uh, Sony television, yeah. and you can bring it home and, with some initial sighted assistance, yes. get the screen reader up and running. And then from that point on, you're able to navigate the EPG, the Electronic Program Guide. You can record programs as well if you attach a hard drive. That's correct. Talk a bit yeah. about, about that later as well. And um, as well as that, you're able to navigate the settings, menus, and all of that. So you've got full
2: control. That's correct. You've got full control. I think also with this uh, the screen reader feature, there's a, an accessibility shortcut within the Android system. So if you press and hold the mute key for three seconds, you can toggle these features on or off. So if you're in a family environment and somebody needs assistance, others don't, then it's quite easy just to toggle on or off
1: yeah. these features. That's important, isn't it? Yeah. And, I mean, this might sound like an obvious one, but it's important to ask. Audio description is also featured in there as well. You can turn that on or off as well.
2: That's correct. Audio description you can turn on or off as a standard feature shortcut by the audio key. That's correct. Yeah. Yeah. I I think it's important because
1: people don't always understand how all this works. And someone once asked me the question, okay, so I bought one of these TVs uh, with the accessibility all built in, and I I plugged in my Skybox, and it wouldn't read anything. Of course, it doesn't work for those devices that are plugged in, does it? It's only
2: on the TV itself. That's correct. So the Skybox will be coming in through HDMI, where you have video content. So this is is, um, screen reading from content which is native within the TV set or an application within the Android environment. Okay. Um, and is this
1: across a wide range of TVs? Is it available to buy now? I mean, where are we with this? It's
2: available to buy now. So Sony launched Android from 2015. So Android's quite an established platform for us. It tends to sit on the mid to high-end range. So we have some low-end TVs which, uh, which don't support Android, but from the mid-level mid to high, they all support the Android operating system, together with Google Assistant. So you get assistant support as well via voice control. So we, we're trying to move to really a hands-free operation, um, or both the, the TVs have voice control on the remotes and certain high-end TVs also have far-field microphones. So use those famous words, OK Google, hey Google. If, if, these, if that's your assistant of choice, yeah. then the TVs will respond to your commands and your wake-up messages and it'll give you all the information you need at the start of every day or before you go to bed.
0: So this is where I've woken up. Uh, Hi, it's Robin here. Yeah, he he doesn't watch television. He doesn't do TV. Hi, Robin, David. literally don't do TV. um, So your
1: job, David, is to sell him a telly today.
0: (laughs) So what would I ask for? Because you can't probably guarantee that the assistants in the shop will know about the accessibility features Mm. necessarily. So, yeah, you know, if people wanted this Android-based version, what would they need to ask for? And... um, Can you drive everything that we've been talking about from the Google Assistant or would you need to know your way around the remote control? Uh,
2: Okay, so in terms of which model to ask for, if you just ask for Sony Android TV, I I believe it's as simple as that. We have a number of model ranges, obviously different segments, different uh, picture features, audio features, but you just ask for Android TV and the Assistant should be able to give you the appropriate support. Um, Google Assistant uh, at the moment everything appears to work as a standard assistant would uh, the only uh, the the only um, the, the advantage is you don't need the extra equipment so the TV set will the TV itself is the the microphone it's the Google interface to the network and the applications then you you do away with your um, your um, additional um, Google Echo and so on
0: yeah so could you interface it could you use it as the interface for doing a series record for up and down the volume for changing channels that sort of thing
2: that's right so uh, we've got if you want to change input to digital you want to go to BBC1 you want to go to E4 Um, if you want to play your radio station play heart or set volume to 30 all of these controls are working um, I have to say that, obviously, these ecosystems, uh, we'd like to work with the community to actually confirm which extra commands would be needed and which which ones add value. So uh, we have these down as default, but if there's any extra commands, we'd like to work together with the, the stakeholders and through TechShow we're asking these questions. What else do you want to find from these products? How can assistance help you in relation to televisions and so on? We're trying to have those conversations with uh, the various stakeholders here over the next couple of days.
1: And, of course, the fact is you're here, you're having that conversation, and that is brilliant. That's correct. Uh, but uh, I want to ask you about third-party apps. That's yeah. always the challenge for a lot of us. Uh, yes, we, I, always, I always describe it like buying a house, uh, but you're only getting access to two rooms in that house and everything else. All the doors are locked, and you can't get in. Or at least if you can get in, nothing is available to you. Uh, and what I mean by that is that there you go. I bought my Sony television, and I'm very happy with it, and I can navigate the EPG. And then I go to an app that uh, I've downloaded or that's available on the TV and I go into the app and I get no feedback at all, I can't use my screen reader to navigate that app. Uh, What can Sony do to try and work with the developers to try and help we asked this and i asked this question to you and i've asked it to samsung and i've asked it to other tv manufacturers as well including panasonic so what is sony doing to try and make those third-party apps more accessible
2: so we're trying to work within as i mentioned the ecosystem we're trying to work together with key stakeholders Um, at least we need to raise the the importance of support for all accessibility features um We're completing a lot. Again, we have a lot of apps, we have a lot of functions, we have a lot of features. Uh, We are making extensive user testing, and I think, obviously, from a Sony perspective, we're trying to test and make sure that things are, are correct and robust and we are satisfying um, that the features are worked to a certain level. But as you mentioned, we know that apps can launch and change. They can change on a daily, weekly basis. Then we do need to work, I think, strongly our ecosystem. Then I believe we need to work with preferred partners and make sure at least we can guarantee certain applications work into a, a high level of high quality, and that's what we'd seek to do in future. So I think, again, working with the accessible community, if we highlight the apps where we have a high accessible need, not all apps, uh, but then we'd focus to guarantee quality within those apps.
0: And the core streaming apps uh, that would deliver the different channel experiences, uh, w- are you working with them to make sure that those apps are fully inclusive? The core
2: channel mean things like um, Netflix or, yep. and or iPlayer or, or
1: yeah. 4 or My5 or any yeah. of those, yeah. At the moment,
2: the Netflix is working well. Um, we, we, we still to work with people like uh, BBC and ITV players and those guys. But Netflix is working well. It's embedded within the TV, um, same as YouTube and so on. These are working very well with the screen reader function and text magnification.
0: Fantastic.
1: Well, uh, David, it's great having you on. And uh, thank you for telling us about the TVs. I think just one final thing uh, to ask you about, and that is, of course, uh, and you picked up on this, Robin, but you know, it's, you buy the television, you have an issue with it, you go to the store if it's an accessibility issue. Nobody knows what you're talking about. Uh, are there support options available from Sony? Can someone contact the company and get advice if needed?
2: Yes, there are. We've recently launched an accessibility website. Um, so we're trying to become more accessible as a company and to reach out and allow easier easier access to raise such questions. Um, so if you go to the webpage, if you Google maybe Sony UK or Sony Europe accessibility, it should take the home page and we've got a, a dedicated email address. Uh, you send an email through to that and we'll definitely be coming back to you with answers. David, thanks so much for coming on. You're welcome. Thank you much.